on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren, and uh, I cannot wait for this because I know everyone's going to handle this with grace and we're all going to be unified. Uh, a restaurant in New Jersey has banned something, and I freaking love it. And I have one of these. I actually have two of these. So I'm just going to read. I'm just going to read you a statement and let everyone react naturally. Okay. okay this is a restaurant. This is a restaurant. Okay. Uh, I will give you the restaurant name. It is Nettie's House of Spaghetti, which is hilarious. Now that I'm saying it, that Nettie's. Sounds, Nettie's. N- but it rhymes. Nettie's yeah, House duh. of Spaghetti. <laughs> That's amazing. Nettie's Spaghetti. So this is a uh, Nettie's House of Spaghetti in New Jersey. I will read their statement that has caused controversy nationwide. Quote, we love kids. We really, truly do. Between noise levels, lack of space for high chairs, cleaning up crazy messes, and the liability of kids running around the restaurant, we have decided that it's time to take control of the situation. We know this is going to make some of you very upset, especially some of those of you with very well-behaved kids. But we believe it is the right decision for our business moving forward. Nettie's House of Spaghetti will no longer allow children in their restaurants starting in like two weeks. What? No yep. kids at all? Nettie's House of Spaghetti. Uh, did I get the name wrong already? No. Yeah. Nettie's no. House of yeah, Spaghetti. It's, it's Nettie's, I think you said. Children under 10 are no longer allowed at the restaurant. Oh my gosh. They are banning children. Completely banned. And I So, so they love turn this. people away? And yeah. that, that's awkward. You, so you show up. What if you have a really well-behaved seven-year-old? Kids under 10, not allowed in Nettie's house of spaghetti. And I actually love this idea. And I have kids. And I, I like bringing my kids to restaurants. But I get it. I am fine with it because you know what? If you want to be able to create a restaurant with no children, I think that's a great idea. It can be a date night spot. I think it's wonderful. I think there's a lot of people that would be like, oh, how can they do that? That can't be legal. But isn't it like we have the right to refuse service to anybody? I mean, yeah, like yeah. It's one I of mean, those situations. I, I'm pretty sure that's wow. how it works. I, I actually feel, love it. I feel a little uh, offended in a way because I'm like, well, who are you to say? Like, how would you know if my child would be one of those kids, right? So what are you going to do? You're gonna, you bring, bring every kid to the lobby and make sure that they know their ABCs and they're well-behaved? performance test. Yeah, like, <laughs> all right, you drop something. How quick do you pick it up? And then you can go and enjoy Nettie's House of Spaghetti's. I think this falls on the parents for allowing their children to get crazy in restaurants because I've been mm. there before. Like, you, you should remove your child from the situation if they're being, like, over-the-top crazy, like throwing food or making huge messes. Well, hold on. I don't know if you can say that, Lauren, because we've been in situations where our kids have been terrible, and I wouldn't be like, that's on the parents. I mean, sometimes your kids are just awful at restaurants. That's true, but and you like, try your best. I mean, well, yeah, but the, all, I think it's great, and I think parents should embrace this because guess what? This means that you know that if you wanted to go on a nice date night out and you have a babysitter, go and you know that restaurant, you're not going to have to deal with kids running around. I mean, I guess they have like adults-only resorts, adults-only yeah. cruises, adults-only, you know. But I feel like if you are wanting a night out, no kids, normally you could go to like a bar, right? Because it's 21 and over. Yeah. So there's an opportunity for but that's you. Not a that's not a house of spaghetti that probably slings good pasta. I don't know. I, I Like, I, I will say this. As a parent myself... I have no problem enjoying things that purposely don't allow kids. Mm-hmm. And I like kids. I'm having them. I obviously think they're great, and I think they're, they're a joy to have in my life. But I also sit there and go, yeah, no kids. Get out of here. 
Like, I'm fine with that. And Honestly, I think that's, a, that's okay to embrace both sides. The real thing here is that it's a spaghetti place, and ain't nobody yeah, should be like, bringing little tiny kids to spaghetti no. place because you're going to get messes if they're like my I'm, kids. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, l- listen to the things they listed, right? They listed, like, noise levels. I mean, we've all been that's in so restaurants with tons of... That's control, though. That's why they want to control it. I know, but, like, as a parent, if you're taking your kids to dinner, it's really hard to control. Okay, go ahead. Continue. The, the lack of space for high chairs... That's interesting because I don't think high chairs take up that much space. I guess if they can't get under the table. Yeah. Cleaning up the crazy messes, though, spaghetti Mm. and children, yuck. I will say I I have been to restaurants and I have seen, I have witnessed. Now, again, every child is different. Every parent is different. And I do believe that every parent is doing their best and their due diligence. But I've been at restaurants and I have seen kids going like totally crazy and parents leaving a giant know, mess behind, a giant, like, all over the floor, all over the chair. The t- I mean, I try, and I say that because if you ever see me out and I don't do this, I yeah, am trying. Yeah, going to be like, uh, I saw you leave a French but fry. But I try really hard to clean up. I have baby wipes, and I will, like, wipe down the area because my kids are, like, tyrants. But that's why messy. this is a great idea. Like, you're proving okay. my point of saying, like, it's an escape for all parents. It's an escape for parents to be like, I know if I go to Nettie's house of spaghettis, that I uh, in New Jersey that I will be able to go to a place. What if you have that... a really rambunctious thirteen-year-old? <laughs> well, that's what's funny. They say it's under ten. Yeah. There's plenty of ten-year-olds that would probably be a nightmare too, right? I mean, the, the chances are they're yeah, not. Yeah, I think they should just go no kids at all, and it's like twelve or okay. under. Or where's the where's the line? So, uh, do you agree or disagree? Six eight seven one nine. It's Joey and Lauren. Time to get caught up on what's trending with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Well, there's a man who is from North Carolina, was being treated by doctors for prostate cancer. He's in his 50s, and all of a sudden, he developed a very, very thick and prominent Irish accent for the first time in his life. We've heard about this. So his accent, this is what it says, this is the quote, his accent was uncontrollable, present in all settings, and gradually became persistent. Yes. From the doctors. I remember you told us a story uh, years ago about a woman that like slipped into a coma and came out with a British accent, but she was American. He's never lived in Ireland, never traveled to the country, has no Irish DNA in his ancestry. And people are just dumbfounded. I guess this is a case of FAS, which is Foreign Accent Syndrome. It is a thing. This happens every now and again. But how would he know, like, some of the terms? Like, I wonder if he's using in the the dialect. I wonder if he's using any, like, their terms. Because, you know, like, in Australia, they don't say, how are you doing? They go, how's it going? How you going? How you going? So do you think these people that suffer from FAS, if they, like, slip into an Australian accent, do you think from now on they say, how you going? Maybe. Because that, that's like a culture thing. That's not even like an accent thing. Isn't that crazy, though? It just, it it boggles my mind to think about something like this is even possible. Yeah, and I wonder, like, what what's the first time they noticed it? Like, he's in the hospital bed, and he's like, top of the morning to you. And well, they were like, they, whoa. It sounds like they just started noticing it during his treatments and stuff. And that's then just they've now officially diagnosed him with this development of FAS, foreign accent syndrome. And they say it is like the most persistent, thick, strong. They said Irish brogue accent. As and he's if never he been there. He does, it's not, Irish. I wonder if he, and nothing like hereditary. It's not even like he has like Irish ancestors I feel or like, something. Well, maybe he has like an interest in the Irish Yeah, culture. like maybe he was obsessed like with it or something. he's never been there. He has no history of ever, you know, anything yeah. like that. But some people get obsessed with some stuff like you love. Uh, Australia. I do and love like, Australia. You think it's really cool, and so maybe you learned a lot about that 
that country. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, I'm, yeah. But not it. not necessarily. I don't think this guy had any sort of interest in Ireland. So weird. Dang. So, so weird. Uh, also weird, this couple, I can't even believe this. So they're still married. 57 years, they're celebrating uh, their uh, 57 years of marriage, okay? 40 years ago, she tried killing him. Five times. She hired a hitman. Yes, and this still, is true. They're still married? They are still married. I guess it's um, there is a movie from 1990 called I Love You to Death, and it's based off of their relationship. <laughs> they, hold on a second. She hired a hitman. Mm-hmm. They made a movie out of it. And they're still married. And he's they like, oh, no, no big deal, sweetie. We've all had bad days. They've been married 57 years, but 40 years ago... She tried. Wow. She hired a hitman. Wow. Five failed attempts. Wow. Yeah, the, the fifth attempt and is where. And they're still together. She served four years in prison. He Naturally. was in a coma for a while after some of these things. I know. So listen to them talking about it. Just listen. It's a love story. We've been blessed that we had together all these years. Blessed. <laughs> there was a one time when we had some rough time. <laughs> rough times. <laughs> okay, now listen to this. They're talking a little and bit more. We both cry and uh, we sit. To each other, you know, for now on, let's talk. Let's, let's talk. talk. From now let's on, let's communicate talk. better. <laughs> Something that we should have done before. Oh, you think? Yeah. You think? Yep, exactly. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This man was tried to, like, his wife tried to kill mm-hmm. him with a hitman, mm-hmm. and he times. goes, mm-hmm. we had a rough patch. Like, yeah. No, a rough patch is like you're disagreeing on, like, finances, and we need to talk more? Like, well, that's as the, the interview issue? goes on, the wife starts to speak, and she goes, oh, remember that one time with this? And <laughs> oh, my Like, they're gosh. kind of reminiscing well, good for on them. these times. Good and I'm them. just like, what? Good for them. I I, I can't imagine having that patience. Do you think he sleeps with one eye open? Do you think he's still no, nervous? I think this guy probably sleeps soundly. I don't think he cares. Freaks that's me insane. out. That's <laughs> insane. I can't we, he's still married to her. We looked at each other after the <laughs> attempt of the murder and said, you know, we should probably talk more. Let's just improve our communication. Yeah. You know what? I've never asked you how you're feeling about yeah. things. And Ashton Kutcher is defending himself after he went viral after an interview saying that he puts orange juice in his coffee. A lot of people are like, that's disgusting. You're like bitter, bitter. Well, is orange juice bitter? I mean, depending on what kind of orange juice you get. Yeah, sometimes it's bitter, sometimes it's sweet. defended it saying it's because of the certain roast he uses. Orange he likes juice to have the citrus flavor. Ooh, I'm like, ugh. Good for you, man. He's like, nope, I'm going to keep doing it. I love it. And those are some of your trending stories. Makeup or breakup. With Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is makeup or breakup time. And we got Dean with us. I'm not going to lie. I think top three name of cool is Dean. Dean, oh, okay. Dean, Dean, I think is a cool name. Although if I was named Dean, I guarantee you this Dean doesn't do this. I would go by Deanie Weenie because I also <laughs> think that's pretty cool. Why would you right? go by that? I don't know. Dean, let me ask you this. Have you ever in your life gone by Deanie Weenie? I just want to know. No. No. Okay, or, I didn't. Would I? What about no. Dean the Machine? That sounds pretty cool. I've gotten Dean the Machine before. Yeah. Have you really? Gosh, it's so cool. I wish my name was Dean. Yeah, yeah. I think if it was Dean and Lauren in the morning, it w- we would sound awesome. Hey, what's sound up? Sound more refined. It's, yeah, it's, uh, like I, w- I just feel like my voice would be cool. Hey, what's up? It's <laughs> Dean, and, uh, Dean and Lauren. All right, so Dean, anyway. I love your name. I love you. Uh, tell us about Megan and your guys' date. Yeah, so Megan and I kind of met at different events. Like I, I, I okay. knew her going in a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. um yeah, and sort of like friends of friends, and so we'd sort of interacted in more like group public situations, for lack of a better word. Um, so yeah, so I, I always thought she was cute. I thought she was, you know, fun, and we, we clicked, so I asked her out on a date. <laughs> okay. 
So that's kind of nice. I mean, you didn't have like all the generic first date questions probably because did you know some of that? You weren't strangers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't know her that well. I didn't know her that well. So it was good getting to know her a little bit more. And I, Mm -hmm. you know, I liked everything I heard, obviously. Yeah. We had a nice dinner. I thought the conversation flowed. We were both laughing. Um, Okay. I thought there was a good, you know, nobody talked too much. Okay. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I picked her up. We went to restaurant. There some drinks, drove her home. I don't know if I was too nice. Uh, I don't know. Nah, that's too nice. Too nice, too nice of a guy. You think she's you, looking oh. for a bad boy? She's looking for Dean the Machine, and you were act, you were <laughs> you acting were like a Deanie Weenie, and you need to be Dean the Machine. Uh, we love you, man. Okay, how many times have you have you reached out a bunch? Like, is this a lot of texts, a lot of phone calls? What's it been? I've texted her a few times, not like stalkery level, but I haven't gotten anything. Thank you for clarifying. Not stalkery level. Okay, well, we will do the stalkery level stuff because we're going to play a song, come back, and we're going to call Megan, all right? Great, thank you. Okay, all right, we got Dean with us, and we're going to talk to Megan when we come back with Makeup or Breakup. Makeup or Breakup. With Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is Makeup or Breakup. Um... You know, we spent time with Dean. He met Megan at a couple of events, but he's like, I didn't know her that well. So it's not like I'm going out with someone I knew, like, everything about her, her but last also, name. But also, she wasn't a stranger. So, like, they were familiar with yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah. And he says, not the only details he gave us is not stalkery levels. So, yeah. As not, far not as not how many times level. he's reached out. Uh, he did mention, was I too nice? You know, maybe he's like, I was, I was that's maybe such trying a to say all the right things. I will say this. If, if, if that's the case, if we bring on Megan on the show and if this woman says he's too nice, I would say, Dean, I don't know if you want to be with someone that their, their complaint is they're too nice. How no, is that a bad thing? Uh, hang on. There, there are people you could just tell they're trying to say what you want to hear. Oh, okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, so maybe okay. who knows? I'm not all saying right. that was him, but okay. yeah. Well, we got Megan's number. Let's talk to Megan. Hello? Hello. Uh, is this Megan? Yeah, this is she. Ma- Megan, hi. This is... Uh, who is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a valid question. Uh, this is Joey and Lauren in the morning. We're a morning radio show, and we are calling you on oh. behalf... Oh. Hi. Hi, Megan. Oh, okay. Hi, guys. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hi. Do you know why we're <laughs> calling up? you? Well, we're not calling you just to hand you money or anything like that. Unfortunately, that's not why. Oh. Um, we're calling... <laughs> oh. We're calling you. We're call. It's okay. We're calling you because Dean reached out to us, and we want to have you on oh. makeup or breakup, if that's possible. Okay. I love how you just oh say okay. Oh my gosh, this is so uncomfortable. Okay, well, I, oh I agree with you. It can be a little awkward, but if you don't mind, you know, Dean likes you. He wants to hang out with you again. We can call him Dean the Machine. Moving forward, if you want. Um, <laughs> yeah, Do you, you mind telling us what's up? Like, why you're not responding to him? At least that's what he tells us. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, Dean is Dean is, is great. He's, he really is great. Um, uh, I guess I guess what it comes down to is I didn't really feel safe with him, which is weird to say, but, like... Safe? Okay. He was a very, very reckless driver. Like, okay, got it. Um, so, like, how so... Yeah. Yeah, it, like it was unex. I, I was unexpected by how much I was just like turned off by it. Like he he honked at, like three or four times at people Dang. for like not even life threatening reasons. Just honked. He, one time he like held a, um, 
a honk for like a really long time, mm-hmm. but he kept talking to me. So I think this is like normal for him. Yeah, yeah, get off the road and hi. uh, Oh, wait, he went to a stop um, sign? Okay, hold on a second. So what would you compare this to? I mean, is this is where you you felt in danger, like you were going to get an accident or you felt you were going to get pulled over or all the above? Oh, all of the, all of the, everything. I was was clutching the handle. He was able to talk and have conversation. I was like. (laughs) <laughs> praying I, and he's like I know people like that they're so abnormally comfortable while they're driving crazy yes 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 uh, I, I I want to jump in here that's Dean that, I, that is <laughs> knew it I knew it an overstatement yeah. an overstatement to say the least yeah oh, okay so, were you honking at all I wouldn't consider myself a reckless driver Dean like I've never been in an accident I've never gotten a ticket you're gonna jinx yeah, yourself well, now it, it was like a it was like a James Bond chase scene like it was like <laughs> Except like I don't, it was just like insane. Like, oh, remember, remember Dean when you parallel park and you like ran over a a bush on the sidewalk? You didn't even like <laughs> notice that. It's a bush. It's a bush. I love that. Yeah, it's vegetation. It's fine. Okay. Well, I'm I'm more concerned about the running through the stop signs. Actually, if we could get back and ask that real quick. Did you run? Did you run through stop signs? And were you honking a lot? I, I I do honk if it's necessary. Okay. I may have like rolled to a stop sign where you get to the intersection and there's yeah, like, you just kind of no roll through. There's there. no one there. No, okay. Yeah. There's a lot of those running. My gosh. Okay, Dean. Let me ask you this. A, a quick clarifying. And Megan, when I'm asking this question, I'm not defending Dean. I'm just saying different strokes for different folks. Dean, by any chance, did you grow up in like the East Coast or somewhere where honking and driving like that is more or like a huge city? Yeah, like a giant city. Anything like that. Yeah, I grew up. I grew up in Boston. Okay, okay. So I will say so this: to me, it's like East Coast. My, my, yep. Yeah, my buddies from DC. He honks like it's saying hello. He honks all the time, <laughs> and he goes, "Dude, you don't get it. It's normal to okay. honk like that." All right, relax. I'm just saying. <laughs> Megan has every right to feel like that's not something she wants in her life. That's a turnoff for like me. This is that meme where he goes, "But did you die?" But like, I, yeah, I think we it's a turnoff. <laughs> we were wearing seatbelts. Like, I got yeah, you we home safe, right? Barely looking at the road. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well. Let's let's do this. Uh, Megan, if you can get past the crazy driving, <laughs> Dean does say, hey, you were safe. I don't know how you feel about that. Do you want to go out again? Are you done with this? I mean, I honestly was shocked myself to find out that this was like... This is like a thing I can't get past. I okay. guess. Yeah. So you you even <laughs> so thought maybe I okay because uh, I was going to say what we would do is we'd pay for another day and we'd give you a crash dummy suit with the helmet and the <laughs> or little jumpsuit. Pay and, for an Uber. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So it's not going to work out, Dean. Maybe we'll do like a driving course with you where you can show people your skills, man. <laughs> I could teach the driving course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like no, that. No, 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 I like no, no. that. No. It's Joey and Lauren. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on demand. Joey and Lauren. It is time for the Monday debate, our dumb argument of the week. This week, the Monday debate is best form of soda, bottle, can, fountain. I'm passionate about this one. Extremely passionate because there is no other way. In fact, it gives me a euphoric feeling within my the depths of my soul. It is the best way to drink any form of soda. Now, I'm a Diet Coke gal. No. But any form, it's fountain. Throw a straw. Fountain, 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 fountain. You fountain. really could take this for not just soda, but just for anything. Like, Do you want something out of like a tap or a fountain or a draft? Do you want something in a bottle or do you want something in a can? Yeah, but that's tough because... 
No. Some people aren't going to be drinking like a draft through a straw. Yeah, and like how would you or, explain wine if someone drinks wine? You don't have a can. Well, there is there is canned wine. There There's is, boxed wine. But I think this is a better argument with soda. All right, let's let's, do let's it. go soda because I don't want to drink milk from a straw. I would drink that from a cup. And you can't get milk in a can. You can you get, get milk. It, you can't get, get milk in a, in a can. If if sweetened condensed milk counts, that's oh. the best. That's the best type that's of milk the out new of a argument. can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I used to open that up when I was a kid. I would open up sweetened condensed milk and eat it with a spoon. By the way, life hack, drizzle and pour some uh, sweetened condensed milk over your waffles. Change your life. It will change waffles your life. Waffles or pancakes. Yeah, it's the, it's oh, the way to do it. It's yeah. fabulous. All right, so you're going fountain. I'm going fountain. I love the bubbles. I love the feeling of sucking it through the straw and getting it like hit the back of my mouth. I love the... Ah, the carbonation through a fountain drink and the straw is so it's too much, much work. better. It's too much work. It's too much work. You go to a gas station, you want a fountain soda. All right, let me just, let's go through the play-by-play. Okay, play, fine. Okay? You first got to find the soda locator. We all know, when, when you <laughs> Not show, that hard to find, no, but okay. No, 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 no. You Sometimes just find the away. Pepsi or Coke All right, logo. fine. You go to the gas station, you show up. First of all, you got to probably stand behind two other people. So you oh, wait no. in line. You wait in line while everyone else is grabbing bottles and cans like it's no big deal. Then you got to find the right cup. So you go grab and you don't know if you want to do plastic or styrofoam. Then you grab it. Uh, then everything is sticky. Then you do the ice and it doesn't give you enough ice. Then you hit the ice thing one more time and it gives you way too much ice. So you dump out some extra ice. That's a waste. Then you get your soda and then you got to <laughs> sit there and you got to go like seven times. You got to go like. And then it gets almost to the top and then you go. Okay, and then you go to find a lid. They're out of lids, so it's you gotta go. The experience. No, then you gotta go find the the person. And say, hey, you guys are out of lids for the thirty two ounce. Oh, sorry. Hey, um, Gary, can we get lids? Uh, yeah, okay, just hold on, sweetheart. We'll get you a lid. Then you try to get a straw, and you try to get it out of the paper, and it bends. You know, it's just such a waste. Give me a can or a bottle. I'll take either. I don't care. I will work for it. I will work for it because it is that good. It's the superior way to drink a soda. Get out of here with bottle. Gross. That just doesn't taste right. I am telling you, you could put a fountain. This is what we should do. You put a fountain drink, like a on whatever, the drink in front of me. You put a bottle in front of me. You put a can in front of me. You could even pour all of those into like a cup and I can taste test them. I will tell you which one is which. Yes, I can. Because bottle is hot garbage. Get it out of my life. Especially, especially those two liter sodas. If you That's for like if a you party. drink it later, like if if it, if it gets open and then the next day you have a little, uh, you pour some in a cup, it definitely I tastes never, flatter. I would never do that. I, and if a I, can, let me give you the can. Sorry, I'm on one. You're never going to be able to That's share okay. your story. I, I don't need to talk. <laughs> the can, I will give you this. The sip off the top right when you open the, that is euphoric. That's, that is an amazing feeling. Tastes great. But the fountain's better. Have you noticed something about soda commercials? You know, you, you watch a Coke commercial, a Pepsi commercial. Do you ever see them drink from a fountain? No. You know Sometimes. what they do? They go, Ksh, or they have a glass bottle and then they go, Ksh. you never see them go. Not true. Ksh. Not true. I've seen it. When? I don't know, but I've seen it. No, you haven't. When you go to the movies, which is a great place to spend an afternoon. Yeah, yeah, You exactly. get fountain soda. It is a can. The can is an experience. You get the can. It's cold on your hands, so you're already feeling that feeling. And then you just go, all right? And then the the carbonation comes in. It tickles your nose hairs. And you go, oh, my gosh. What do you have in store for me, you sweet thing? 
And then you take that <laughs> aluminum and that cold aluminum presses against dirty your lips. Aluminum. Dirty, oh, dirty aluminum. Dirty aluminum. You don't know where that can has been? I will agree with Ew. you on bottle. Here's my problem with bottle. I do think it tastes a little different. And the problem with bottle is by the time you get to the bottom, it's room temperature. It always is. It's always warm. It's I've never had a bottle of soda and it's cold all the way to the end. I need... Ice cold, frozen cold. And that's why fountain is for me because the ice keeps it cold while like I drink the ice it. Ice dilutes it. It dilutes not it. Not if you drink it when you're like, you know, in, in one setting. Like, I'm not going to keep it for four hours. All right, let's do this. You can text us 68719. Monday debate. Best type of soda. Fountain, can, bottle. Get it done. You're waking up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Thanks for hanging out with us today. I got to figure out if, uh, what does it mean when you judge somebody who is judging somebody? Does that make you double judgy? Is it like a double stuffed Oreo at this point? Possibly. Or does it offset each other? Where now the judging is obsolete because you I judged mean, out you outjudged the judging. Listen, the answer should be don't judge, right? I'm not I, I think that's the answer, but <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to answer. figure things out. It is also one of the more interesting things about our house that I've and I don't know how we're gonna handle this for the rest of our lives, but uh, recently, something happened in our house where our neighbors across the way. So we don't really have any neighbors next to us, but there's a little there's a there's a street, and then there's other homes. And for whatever reason, a home across from us must have moved their TV. Something like that. Because now happened. I notice that they're watching stuff at certain times of night. Yeah. And where the way our house is set up is upstairs. We've kind of got some windows you can see out from high above, and that is perfect viewing where I see this neighbor way across the street. And we've lived there for a while, and we've never seen the TV, so clearly they moved their TV, which, you know, all power to you. But just know we can see. But it's only, you're right, it's only on our second story, and then we're standing and looking out the window. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed a theme about Lauren as every time you are standing in this room and you look out the window, you have to make a comment about what they're watching. Okay, first of all, I'm curious. Curiosity, okay? I'm just curious what they're watching, and it catches my eye. And yes, they do kind of watch the same thing very so, frequently. Well, let me just give you the play-by-play, okay? So we're in the, it's kind of I, like our- I hate being called out like this. We call it the family room. A lot of people would call it like a bonus room or a playroom. It's kind of the room where there's a couch, there's a TV, and then there's just toys everywhere because it's like whatever, Right. And so cleaning up the family room, Lauren's standing and then looks out the window and just goes, gosh, friends again, man. (laughs) And I said, I'm sorry. Are you, first of all, you're taking a diary of what they're watching every night and then you're judging that it's friends again, which by the way, you defend friends. I'm the friends hater. I think friends is a terrible TV show. I do like friends. I enjoy watching it. I don't think it's the funniest sitcom that's ever graced by television. I prefer Seinfeld. I prefer a few others. I digress. I've noticed they watch it like every night. I've noticed like every night they're watching it. This is coming from someone that tries to watch an episode of Seinfeld every night. So let me just ask you this. Is it impossible for you to walk around at night to walk around this family room upstairs and to not look out the window and look at what they're watching on TV. It's impossible. Because now I know and I can't unsee what I see. And it's bright, so it's dark out, and then I see the glow of the TV, and so naturally catches my eye. Call me creepy, call me whatever. What do you do, though? You said if if you if you would look out your window, think about your house right now or wherever you live. Think of looking out your window and you could always see what your neighbor's watching on TV. Would that be something you'd want to do? Here's what's crazy about it. It's pretty darn far away, but because their TV's ginormous. Well, and also it's a very noticeable show. Like I can recognize So friends. you've you've 
peeked on them. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> you've you've spied on this family, and there's been times you don't know what you're watching because it's too far away. But friends, uh, you right, can yeah. you notice the it apartment, is. or you notice Chandler. It's, rec- it's recognizable, and and you're right. It is a it's far away. Like they are across a like main street. Oh yeah, like, it's it not. Is, yeah, it's not even in our and neighborhood. It's, it's only in this one spot in our house. So like if we're downstairs, we can't see anybody. Mm-mm. But it's upstairs at this <laughs> angle, and here's at Lauren night, always when it's at dark. Night. They have their windows open. <laughs> Are you hearing yourself as you explain yeah, I know. this? I am I hearing think, myself. I think we walk over there and we knock on the door and we say, just so you know, every night when we're walking upstairs, we judge you on what you're watching on TV. Well, I don't. Lauren does. Could you watch this? Could you have some more variety in your life, yeah. please? Like turn something else on. I'm just surprised that they're watching it all the time. Like every time I walk it's, by it's, at it's night, therapy. I see it. And so, yeah, it was natural for me to just mutter out loud, be like, gosh, friends again. But one of those moments where I'm <laughs> like, wait a new. second, you're standing in your house, looking out of your window across the way, pretty far away and making a comment on what somebody else is watching mm-hmm. on TV. Yes. And, and when you say it out loud, it sounds rude. It sounds messed up. Um, it sounds creepy. So, so how do you prevent this? Do we close the blinds knowing that oh, no, every wait, once in a while we'll Joey, catch I'm a glance? I'm invested. I'm inv- like, I will have to now till the day I die just see what they're watching every night because I have to. If you're listening to this, now you probably don't know where we live, but if you're listening to this and you recently changed your TV location, just look behind you tonight <laughs> and then look up. And if you see a second story window and you see a woman standing there, <laughs> that's probably Lauren. Honestly, there's a few markers, okay? If you just moved to TV, you have windows that are open at night and you watch Friends Before Bed. Just know we're watching. Hey, you. neighbor. That awkward moment. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is that awkward moment. I fear this with every fiber of my being. I fear this with uh, being a parent of young children. Uh, I worry about this in my own home. And I think it's worse because Sydney is joining us on that awkward moment. This happened in someone else's home. I'm just going to say Super Bowl party gone wrong, Sydney. Thank you for joining us on that awkward moment. How are you? Hey, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> okay, it's good. good now. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Super Bowl party gone wrong with your child. What happened? Yeah, so, well, like a lot of people, we, you know, attended a Super Bowl party. Everything was going fine, and there were a lot of kids there. And, I, you know, I brought my son. I have a two-and-a-half-year-old, and, you know, all the kids were playing together. It was totally great because the adults could drink and do adult things, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that was until I, I started noticing the play getting a little more intense. The kids were kind of hyped up, you know, all the sugar and everything. And I started noticing that they were, you know, throwing things, which I didn't think much about, but I don't know. It was starting to get a little out of hand. And as soon as I kind of, like, decide maybe I should step in and do something, I watched my kid throw a little, like, train right at their TV, and it was like it was like it was happening in slow motion, and I couldn't stop it. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, as soon as it made contact, it just shattered. I mean, the whole thing shattered. How big big of a TV? This is the main TV in the living room. This wasn't, like, in some off, like, playroom or anything. I mean, this is the TV you guys were watching the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is the TV. No, no, no. I worry about it, man. I worry about it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, So you bust the screen or your son busts the screen. I imagine it's chaos after that, right? Like, because this isn't even your TV. So someone yelling at you? Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, I knew it was my kid. I saw it happen. But before I could even say anything, this other 
lady, I actually didn't even know this other girl there. It's like, it was that kid. She just starts pointing at my son. <laughs> way to like, go, lady. Way to you know, go. Like, okay, guys. Not like you wouldn't have owned up yeah. to it anyway. So, like, what, yeah. there was there was one person being the vigilante and saying, I'm going to make sure everyone oh, knows. Which, word. by the way, two and a half year old kids make mistakes. Yeah, but Joey, exactly. it's a Super Bowl party and the TV and, gets busted. That You have to feel like your stomach just went yeah, into your feet. Mortified. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And of course, I was going to offer to buy them a new one, but they didn't even, you know, give me a minute to collect myself. But yeah, as I, I told them, I was like, "Look, I'll get you a new one." In the meantime, God, they had to wheel out from their bedroom this like this tiny, tiny. They had a sixty-inch TV, and now we're watching it on like an eighteen-inch tiny. Oh, no. I don't even know tube TV from ages ago. Oh my God! So, wait, what quarter did this happen in? Was this the? Like, this what? is like. Right before halftime. Okay, right. So, Did you miss the halftime yeah. show because of this? Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And the commercials and all that stuff. Oh, I feel I, so bad. So here is the huge part of this. The people that hosted their house, do they have children? They do. They do. Thank goodness. <laughs> that is a huge... I, mean, I mean, at I least... I mean, it still sucks, but now, at least they kind of could be in more understanding. They could maybe say, oh, my kids have never thrown a train at it. But you know what? We've been at these things where when a bunch of kids get together, kids don't even act like their own kids anymore. They kind of well, turn into new people. I've seen this before. We've been at other people's houses where, like, someone else's kid is acting up or being crazy or doing something we would normally not yeah. allow. And then all of a sudden, our son starts doing that yep. because the other kid is doing it. And so, so sometimes it happens like that. It's left off with you. Like, you're, you, have you have they texted you what TV they want? Are they very gracious about it? Like, where are you sitting at? They're honestly insisting that I don't replace it. But, what? I mean, I, I can't do that. I have to get them something, right? Venmo I mean, them or something. Get them, a, get them a 42 inch, even though it's 60, and just be <laughs> like, yeah, well, a TV's a TV, right? No big deal. I think no. you just Venmo them whatever. The money. Yeah, whatever oh, the cost of it would be. Oh, my gosh. You know what's funny? That this would be so cruel if, like, this family that owns this TV, if, like, maybe you didn't know this, but they were planning on getting an upgrade and, like, getting a new TV soon anyway, and yeah. you just kind of did them a favor, and now, like, you're going to cover the cost. And now you'll never look at a train the same way. Right, Sydney? I mean, you can't. Well, it's the, the literal definition of a train wreck. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> okay. No, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, so Sydney, so here's what we'll do. We'll have people text and we'll have people call to let you feel better about the time your kid destroyed um, something, right? Maybe you have a broken TV store. We see it. I mean, kids, it actually makes sense. Kids like toys. They like to throw things. Parents like to watch TV. Like, yep, it happens. I have a throwing story that okay. destroyed a TV because of my cousin, and I'll tell you about that one. Okay, so we'll get some text, Sydney. We'll let you call us as well, and we'll get some answers, all right? That would make me feel so much better. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. That awkward moment. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is that awkward moment. And uh, we had Sydney on earlier, moments ago. She was at a Super Bowl party, and her son had a little toy train. And, like, when there were a lot of kids were getting together, she's like, I could tell it was getting a little crazy. My son throws his toy train, hits their TV, busts, busts their TV. Ugh. They have to roll in. She's like, they rolled in their little TV from their bedroom. So instead of this, I don't know however big the TV was on the I wall, you've got to go 60. to this little something-something. She's like, it's awkward. My friend's like, oh, one of those... Uh, don't worry about it, but I'm extremely worried kind of reactions. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's uh, fine. It's all good. So uh, times your kids have destroyed something or done something, especially when it's not your own property, is always tough. Uh, Mary had a situation with uh, your child. Hello, Mary. Hey, guys. So uh, your child got involved with the toilet, which is never good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Jeez. My kid, he's amazing, but uh, a little while ago, when he was still a toddler, I was at a girlfriend's play date with a bunch of kids. And um, at that time, he was super obsessed with, like, the toilet. He just learned how yeah. to be potty trained, and he was just so, so excited about it, right? And he mm-hmm. would always just come into the house and, like, flush the toilet, always trying to flush the toilet. Like, he's just so obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, um I was at this party with my friends and we're talking and we weren't really paying attention to what he was doing. And somehow he got a hold of our, one of my girlfriend's purses and he was kind of running through them and stuff. And I was like, okay, baby, don't go through that. But you know, we were talking and it was like a harmless, whatever. I didn't really think anything of it. But then the next thing I know he's gone. And I'm like, wait a minute, where'd he go? And I get really concerned. I'm like, what, what's happening here? And next thing I know He's got cash from one of the purses that oh, he's taken out, and it's, like, a lot. And I know where he's going. I, know, I just know he's going to probably go to the toilet, and there he was. I ran in there, and as I saw him flushing the toilet, there goes cash. all this money down the no. toilet. I mean, honestly, there's so many other things you wish you would have grabbed to flush. Like, flushing things down the toilet's not great, but cash, obviously, a terrible. At least it's not going to cause plumbing issues. Probably, yeah, yeah. probably not terrible. Oh, Mary, how like, nice is Lauren? At least it won't cost. <laughs> I hope you said that to your friend. Well, at least it won't cost okay. plumbing First issues. First of all, awful. I love her the money. Like I'm just like here. Like oh good. Like how much was it? It was a, a oh. lot. 150. 150 bucks. Wow. You yeah, know what? Your friend could have uh, capitalized on this opportunity if you're like, how much was in your purse? Ah. You could have been like. Six hundred dollars. Eight thousand dollars. Eight thousand dollars was in my purse. Seriously, if he flushed uh, like a toy or something down the toilet, could have uh, clogged it and caused a major issue. But at least it was the cash. But oh my gosh, I can just imagine the slow motion as you see it going down. Uh, Let's. If a plumber can weigh in, can can a plumber like will a plumber take a call on uh, flush cash? No, because it goes all the way down. It's not getting. Oh, to retrieve it? Yeah. Well, no, because then it's going to be all wet and gross and, and probably the, unusable at that point. The cost of the plumber to get 150 bucks exactly. would probably be a wash, right? It wouldn't be worth it. Well, uh, Mary, thanks so much for the call. And, um, you know, they've got these little locks on toilet seats now. But the problem is you encourage toilet use because he's potty trained. But, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a tangled it, yeah. web a little bit. But uh, thanks so much for the call. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. You can text us 68719. And someone else's money. That makes it hard. It's like, ah, not only was my kid getting into your purse and not behaving, but they took your cash and put it down the toilet. We got some texts, not about a kid breaking a TV, but uh, this one was when I was in college, I was tossing my buddy his phone, went through his hands, hit the TV, cracked it. Ah, my cousin growing up. I still remember this was back when the big, big, giant screen TVs came out where yeah. it's like they were huge and thick mm-hmm. and they cost a ton of money because now you can get they're slim they're oh, skinny and they're cheap yeah they're affordable but back in the day these were like these first ones and it was one of those giant TVs I was at my cousin's house and my cousin and her brother so both my cousins they were fighting running around she throws a shoe at him kid you not like they're yelling about something yeah. she goes to throw a shoe at him he ducks hit the TV 
I have never in my life seen someone so angry than my uncle when that happened. I was like, oh, I can't oh, imagine. Yeah, because it was a big. Now, if a TV Shattered. breaks, it sucks. But you're like, okay, five hundred bucks, and I'm back at it. Maybe less than that, depending on how big your TV is. But that was thousands. Oh, thousands. And it, I shouldn't say shattered because it was one of those screens that just made it all cracked looking yeah, and like yeah. digitally looking weird. Yeah. And you couldn't use it anymore. And he was so mad because they just got it. We had one of the OG big screens uh, that was, I don't even know how my dad got it out of the house because it was in our basement. I swear to you, he probably cut it up. Right. But it was that big one. And I remember as years went on, it was getting so faded. So on the sides, it was like blue. And so oh, literally like, yeah. and you know, grow, you know, when you just grow, you get used to yeah. something. But anytime a friend would come over, they'd be like, what's, what's wrong? wrong with your TV? And I'm like, oh, it just does that. And it's they just were OG. so heavy. Do you yeah. remember how oh, heavy? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It was oh. the worst. On the air, on your phone and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren on demand. Where did that answer come from? It's time for the five second Roll with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is time to play Five Second Rule. We have Brian with us today playing along. Hey, Brian, how are you? Doing good. How are you? Hi, good. hi. Is it Brian with a Y or Brian with an I? Uh, the correct spelling with the I. Okay. The correct what did you spell it with? I wrote it with a Y. Because our coworker spells it with a Y. So did I. Gosh, it is. You, so you're you're obviously Team I. I mean, you'd never be Team Y if your <laughs> team. His if name you, is Brian. I know, I. but if it's but do you ever? How often does it happen where people spell it with a Y? And what do you say to them besides you know slapping them in the face? I mean, I'm a little more graceful than that. Okay. I, I'm right. not that kind of a mean person. Right, He's like, don't Sounds put that good. on me. Okay, well, I just crossed it out and wrote it the correct way. And it, you know what? I'll be honest. I did, too, and it looks better. It looks correct. All right, here we go, <laughs> Brian with an I. Okay, um, big question for you. Who do you want to go first? We're all going against each other. Um, I'm going to let you guys go first. Okay, perfect. All right, okay. so, Lauren, why don't we start with you? Okay. Name three things you would use to set the table. Um, a tablecloth, plates, forks, napkins, okay. and a cup. Mm. I feel like that was too easy. I should have gone that with another one. That was pretty dang yeah, easy. I'm not going to lie. I know, I know, I All know. All right, Joey, name three fonts. Fonts? Uh, um, Times New Roman, Calibri, and Comic Sans. Wow, mm. look at you. Okay. I thought I'd get you on that All right, one. here we go, Brian. Okay, Brian, name three Characters from The Lion King. Simba, Mufasa, Rafiki. Wow. There wow. we go. Not even a question. Our son would love you. Our son is on a... It's actually <laughs> sad. The thing he loves the most is the part where Scar throws Mufasa. He loves that scene. It's he actually, smiles. I'm a little concerned. He yeah. reenacts the scene with his toys. Just and he yesterday. Goes, Help me, brother. And I'm like, oh, no. Last night, he's in the bath, and he's clawing onto the bathtub, and he goes, brother, help me. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, don't do that, man. It's That's sad. Weird. Okay. All right, so we all have a point going into round two. Back to Lauren, name three, motorcycle manufacturers. Harley Davidson, Kawasaki, and S- Suzuki? Mm. Suzuki one? I think Suzuki is one. Yeah. But right? I, Am I, but I feel like you gave it halfway through the buzzer. We're not going to give it to you. Yeah, I just went Are to the judges. Serious? I just went to the judges. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. All right. All right, Joey, name three preschool songs. Uh, I, I'm a big kid now, ABCs. Um, and okay, first Reels. of all, I'm a big kid now is a commercial jingle, yeah. not a preschool. Is it Toys R Us or a song? <laughs> or That's uh, pull-ups. It's I'm pull-ups. a big kid now. No. 
That doesn't count. I sing that to my son. I sing I'm a big kid now. Fine. Nobody whatever. In pre- no preschool teacher is singing that to the kids, I don't think. I want to take our kids to a preschool <laughs> that sings company jingles. Okay. All right. So, Brian, you can take advantage here. You can get the lead. Okay, Brian. Name three TV sitcoms. Seinfeld, Big Bang Theory, and How I Met Your Mother. Yeah! All right, Brian has the lead as we go to round three. Brian with two points. Uh, Lauren and I just with one. Lauren named three pet peeves. Um, Chewing, breathing, not putting your shopping (laughs) cart away. And no, we're not. Your breathing is not a pet peeve. Breathing. That is a, that is a terrible advice. Okay, but mouth breathe. breathing really bothers no, me. Can, like when can't. you breathe through your mouth, like that noise. Brian, we'll let you decide. Should breathing be considered a pet peeve? I, I don't think people should be uh, not frowned upon for breathing. So no. I agree. All that right. is kind of sick when you put it that way. Okay, back to me. Joey, name three characters from Stranger Things. Uh, Will, Mike, Eleven, Dustin. Um, hey. Yeah, sorry. I thought I'd get you under the no. pressure that you wouldn't be able to. What's the evil Vecna? Yeah, I, I love Stranger Things. Okay, Brian, we both have two points, which means if you get this right, you win. Here we go. Name three dairy products. Yogurt, cheese, and sour cream. There it is. Okay. You get it done. What's your What's your favorite out of those? Yogurt, cheese, and sour cream. Uh, cheese in general. Yeah, cheese, cheese is, great. is life. I've been eating grated cheese a lot, just right out of the bag. That hits different. I know it's a lot so of good. people that are very lactose intolerant, but they will do anything to still eat cheese. They're like, yep. it's cheese. I got to eat cheese. So, Brian, you go a perfect three for three. You get the outright win. We're going to hook you up. All right, man? Perfect. Thank okay. you. Wake up laughing with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. I've got your Joey life hack, and this one is awesome. Uh, if you have a new rug, and you know how, like, a lot of times when you buy a new rug, literally, like, the corners are kind of rolled up? Those and they pesky corners. Yes. yes. I've, and it's not just new rugs, because I've had a rug for... Probably five years. Yeah. It still has a little, like, it curves upward. If you're ready for this, here's what you need to do. If you've got one of those rugs and in the corners it kind of curls up, you put something down on, like, you put, like, a cup on it, but then you take ice cubes and put the ice cubes on the rug. So put the ice cubes on the corner of the rug. Take, like, five okay, or six ice cubes. Okay, but you're putting a, something to weigh it down to keep yeah, it flat. So, okay. so put something to weigh it down in, like, the very, very tip. And then take, like, five ice cubes and put it there. As the ice melts into water, it helps flatten it out. And when you come back the next day after it's dried, it could be flat. And you what? You take the thing and off? And then you take the thing off, yeah. It makes sense. Huh. Have you tried it? No, I haven't, but I saw a video of it. Well, I'm going to try it. Yeah, because I should. do. I have a car. I have a carbon corner that drives exactly. me freaking crazy. So when your when your rug curls up, you just take it and put ice, ice cubes, cubes, and as the water, because the water weighs it down, right? Because mm-hmm. when it gets wet, it weighs it down, and so that corner just goes. But and then it keeps it. Out. it down. It's not like you have to put ice cubes on it every day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, like five or six <laughs> ice cubes. Hopefully, will get the job done. There's wow. your life hack. You're welcome. So I went down a weird rabbit hole. I don't even know where I found this information, but. Very interesting about killer whales, orcas. You know what I'm talking about, Free Willy. Love Free Willy. Okay, so I saw this article that talks about mom orcas and the lengths that they go through in their life to feed their babies, specifically their sons. Now, this is what piqued my interest. I'm like, I got sons. Can I relate to a whale? Oh, I feel like a it. whale sometimes, you know, <laughs> depending on what I've eaten that day. That's something I will never say. You remind me of an orca. <laughs> no, but this is interesting. So I was reading it, and uh, I guess when female orcas, when they have sons, they feed their children, obviously, but it goes one step further with their sons, okay? So they have to go down and swim for fish 
They said salmon. They eat salmon, I guess. So they eat salmon. Mom's got to find the salmon for their babies. And what they do is they put a big chunk of big old fish in their mouth. And then they swim, bite it off, like chomp as hard as they can, bite off a piece of the fish. And so then the that hanging piece of the fish kind of floats behind them. Baby eats it behind them as so they swim. So it's literally like the, they feed their babies by giving them the crumbs. Like on It's like when you when you bite something at your dinner table and something falls yeah, off and your dog eats it. Yeah, exactly. Got it. So that's what they do. They bite it in half so that the that half kind of floats into the baby's mouth. They do this while they're young. Eventually their daughters move on to do that themselves. Sons, because they're so bulky, male orcas are so bulky, they actually don't have the, I don't know if stamina is the right word, but they don't have the ability to do the swimming needed to find that type of They're fish. They're too big, fat, and heavy. They're too bulky. So mothers, orcas, they spend the rest of their lives feeding their sons. When they have sons. What? When they have male calves. Yes. True story. When they have male calves, they basically now dedicate their entire life to feeding their son. So what happens when mom dies? Well, maybe they get a wife that feeds them. I don't know. Oh, got it. So like the females feed the males. Unless this was a hogwash article. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a uh, it marine biologist. Lauren, that was very detailed. I can't imagine someone <laughs> made that up because it doesn't even like, basically so, yeah. they have to feed their sons for the rest of so their life because they're too big to do this sideways fish swim or whatever. Yes. If a female orca has sons, she's basically done having children for the rest of her life because she's now dedicated to feeding that child. If she has daughters, sometimes she could have up to like you know, 10 calves in her life. But if they have sons, they pretty much stop right after they have sons. And then male orcas end up having like 20 babies because they can have babies with whoever. It's crazy. You know what this reminds me of? On like Saturday mornings, I don't know what channel it's on, (laughs) but there's this like zoo show and it's like, it's like fun facts about animals. I feel like you just gave us that. And I don't, is there a reason behind this? Or no, is but this it was kind of sweet. Found? Like, it, it actually was kind of sweet because I'm like, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm dedicating my entire life to my kids. And I know eventually they'll grow up and move on and do things but and now this replace is, me. Got it. It all comes back to the heartstrings. And it now does. you're thinking of these giant orcas that feed their sons for the rest of their lives. They life. do. They dedicate the rest of their lives to make sure that they can feed their sons I because it, they're too bulky to get to the fish or do the swim or whatever that they need. The math doesn't make sense to me, though, because the moms are going to be older than the sons and they die and so is it the wives that take over i don't know do they get these are married? questions i don't have answers are yes joey there's a whale wedding the, i thought there's a whale <laughs> wedding and ariel and ursula are probably there officiating or something like that but but like do they find a partner like do they mate for life because otherwise or are male orcas like when their mom dies they're like i need a female to come give yeah, me salmon i don't think they mate for life because male orcas can have up to like 20 calves where females will just have like four or five. Okay. Like, does, does that make sense? Because they'll have multiple. Lauren, none of this makes sense. We're talking <laughs> about whales on the show. I don't even. It's interesting information. I like it. No, I, honestly, this is something that's going to get you through a staff meeting today. Be like, all right, uh, anybody have something to bring up? No, this you is going to cause a lot of male Google searches. Orcas <laughs> are so big they can't feed themselves, and so females <laughs> do it for They're them. Mamas, it's kind of sweet. Well, the more you know. It's Joey and Lauren. (laughs) On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand.